Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Highway Triple Five. My name is Raquel. I hope you all had a wonderful and safe 4th of July. Mine was pretty chill, honestly. I, I worked on my website for my business, which is a long time coming, yes, but stay tuned because the launch is going to be pretty epic. And then I went to my aunt's house for dinner, which was delicious as always. As I was starting this episode, I realized that it's July 5th, so I'm releasing the 5th episode on the 5th, and it also reminded me that people have been asking about the meaning behind the name of Highway 555, so what better day to explain all of that, right? So the decision to actually start the podcast came to me on May 5th of this year, so 5-5. And I've been told multiple times by multiple people that I needed to start a podcast, but I hadn't really thought, like, too hard about it. I didn't really... I don't know. I didn't I didn't really have it in me at the time that people were bugging me about it. <laughs> um, but I got into listening to podcasts a lot the last couple of years, and since I used to have a blog and write down a lot of my thoughts and share them that way... I felt like a podcast would be the next best thing. Plus, my favorite podcasts are ones where people just kind of talk, you know, like they're talking to a friend, just hanging out, having good conversation on a variety of different topics, you know, so that's what I wanted mine to be like. And then the name Highway 555 came from, well, I knew I wanted angel numbers to be implemented in the title. 555 was one of the first angel numbers that I started to see when I began my awakening journey. And I also have it tattooed on my wrist. It's the angel number symbolic of change and that the universe is moving on one's behalf to fulfill manifestations. And I was like, yes, that's me. I also felt like it would be a good marketing tool (laughs) because everyone who has listened to or heard about my podcast will think of it every time they see 555. So, you're welcome. And then the highway part of the name came from a couple different things, actually. One being that I knew I was going to cover a variety of topics in this podcast, and I was going to share a lot about my personal journey. And literally, as soon as I thought of the word journey, I thought of traveling and road trips and living in Oregon. Pretty much everywhere you drive is beautiful and scenic. And the photo on my podcast cover art is actually one that I took back in 2017. It's on a highway going to the Oregon coast. So I was like, heck yeah, I'll use that photo. And since it was a highway and podcast episodes are usually about an hour long, I decided to use the initials as an acronym. So H-W-Y, hour with you. So yeah, that's how Highway 555 came to be named the highway of change, the hour journey with you, lots of meaning behind it. While we're on the topic of highways, let me tell you about my weekly viewpoints. I actually have several. So on Saturday, I got a massage, which was amazing. Sunday, I got a new tattoo. Monday, I met with another Reiki master in the area. And this is huge news. And this is the first time I'm actually announcing it. But we are going to be co-teaching 
a Reiki level one and two certification class. Big news. Um, more to come on that. And then Tuesday, which was yesterday, the 4th, I worked on my new website, went to my aunt's for dinner. And then today, this is another huge news announcement. I officially got approved to host a new moon circle here in Salem, Oregon at a local yoga studio. I am over the moon excited about that, you guys. But anyway, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself with these announcements because I, I literally haven't posted anything on social media or told anybody about this. So if you're hearing it here, you're hearing it for the first time. <laughs> but anyway, everything from my viewpoint actually goes hand in hand with the topic of this week's episode, which is manifesting. And I will tell you why, but first let's start with the basics, shall we? So before jumping into what manifesting is, I have a disclaimer. This episode will not resonate with you if you do not believe in the law of attraction, which simply put is you create your reality through your thoughts and words. Because I personally believe that your words and literally like your very thoughts are energetic frequencies that you give life to by just thinking them. And they get put out into the world on whatever energy you think, feel, or say them in. And in turn, they will attract the very thing you said or thought on the energy level that you said or thought them on. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll go more into this later, but that's just a very brief overview of what manifesting and the law of attraction is. So if this thought process is new to you, think back to my other episodes in which I talk about synchronicities. For example, you think about someone and five minutes later they call or text you. Or you wish your paycheck came early and sure enough when you check your bank account, the money was deposited sooner than expected. Like little things like that. These are little examples of the law of attraction. You don't even have to really say these out loud, but they happen. And a lot of people disregard this as something random or weird or coincidental. But honestly, I think society has trained us to think that because they want to limit us and our belief in ourselves. Because when we ignore circumstances like these, we are literally hindering ourselves from our fullest potential. When we don't acknowledge our own unique power and abilities, we will never have the courage to explore and grow and test them. We'll just place these limits on ourselves and never really know what we are truly capable of, okay? So what is manifestation, okay? Manifestation or manifesting is when you utilize the law of attraction to create the reality you desire. Some people think this is crap because... Well, I mean, I've had people tell me to my face that they don't believe in it because, you know, how can someone just think something into existence and poof, you know, it appears like magic. I'm always quick to tell them that I agree with that, (laughs) 
that is obviously not realistic. <laughs> we are not genies, but we can wield energy. Remember, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And when we are in tune with the spiritual world and the energetic realm, we can literally create outside of the physical reality, the 3D that we operate in. It's crazy, right? I mean, like it's mind blowing when you really think about it, but that's just the beginning. Okay. So how do we do this? How do we manifest, right? And these are just a few simple steps and I will give personal examples for these because I think it's necessary to explain my own experiences with manifestation. And once you learn how to, it will become second nature. Like for me, when I first started noticing synchronicities and like, Hey, I just thought about this and suddenly I read it or saw it somewhere. Little things like that would make me be like, wait, let me actually try to do it on purpose, <laughs> you know? And I started practicing and little by little became more familiar with my own personal techniques and how I felt I was able to energetically shift things for my desired reality. And now it's just like, it's just, I, I don't know. It's just like second nature to me now. So the first step in manifesting is deciding what you want to manifest, what you are desiring. Okay. And you can be as vague or as specific as you want. It really depends on what it is, but here are a couple personal examples for this. Um, so like I mentioned on Saturday, I got a massage, right? And with the way the schedule is set up at the wellness center I work at, there aren't any therapists available on my days off. So it's kind of hard to schedule like a massage because most of the time the massage therapists are working at the same time I am. So it just doesn't, you know, coordinate. But anyway, a new therapist we recently hired usually doesn't work on the weekends, but she decided to open up her schedule and I was able to snag an appointment on Saturday, which let me start off my weekend absolutely wonderfully. Anyway, I didn't have a specific day, person, time, or anything in mind for my massage. I just wanted and needed one before the end of the week. That was the thought that I had for this manifestation. And I honestly, you guys, I didn't even really like put a whole lot of thought into it. I was just like, I need a massage before the end of the week. I don't know how that's going to be possible because I know everybody here is either booked or doesn't work on the weekends. You know, like I just, but I just put it out there and it just so happened that this last Saturday, this specific therapist wanted to work some extra hours. So she asked if she could be put on the schedule for Saturday to do massages. And I was like, are you serious? Like I hadn't even talked to her about wanting a massage or needing one on the weekend. Okay. Like she chose all this on her own and then I was able to benefit from it, you know? <laughs> and then another example is the tattoo that I got on Sunday. Okay. I have a couple like really awkward blank spots on my arm that I'm trying to fill. So it's a full sleeve and my brother is finishing up tattoo school. So he offered to give me a few pieces for practically free because he's still like technically in school. Um, but yeah, I didn't specify a day, a person, a time, a price, like anything, but all I had in my 
thought was, I want another tattoo. And then my brother literally offered me like the next day. Okay. So those are two like recent, very simple manifestations. Okay. But I wanted to give this more specific one that is honestly probably one of the closest ones to my heart. <laughs> um, so this was back in 2022 when I was moving back to Oregon from Texas. We had like a week left in our apartment before beginning the trek up to Oregon. And I was looking on Facebook Marketplace for a new home. And I wrote out a list of criteria that <laughs> I wanted for my new place. And this was my manifestation. Okay. I wanted a house, not an apartment. I wanted two bedrooms, two bathrooms, or an upstairs. I wanted to be close to the city, but not like downtown, you know, and I wanted to be near nature, like a walking trail or something. And this was a huge one for me. I specifically wanted a yard. Okay. So literally the opposite of where we lived in Texas. We weren't near any like nature parks or anything nice or green for that matter. <laughs> we lived in a tiny little one bedroom apartment. The bathroom was extremely small and it was like inside the bedroom. So it wasn't even like, Oh, it was just, it was so small. Anyway. So I had this list of criteria and I freaking found it on Facebook marketplace. When I saw the photo of the house, my first reaction was like, wait, is this for real? But I quickly replaced it with faith. You know what I mean? Like, yes, this is what I wanted. This is what I said I wanted. And God and the universe were like, here you go. You know? And, and that's okay. That's another big thing with manifesting. A lot of people say to act as if you have what you want. Okay. And I disagree with that because I low key think that's like lying to yourself. Okay. And that's not healthy. I've n literally never gotten how people are like, oh, I'm manifesting being rich. So I tell myself every morning, you know, I have like a million dollars in the bank and I can buy whatever I want. And I'm like, wow, that's scary <laughs> because it's not true. Like you may want that, but you don't currently have that. You can set an intention for that desire, but that's where active and non-active manifestation come in. Or at least that's what I like to call it. So this leads me to the second step of manifesting. So for the second step in manifesting is setting an intention for it. Okay. The intention behind your manifestation is what ignites it. You could wish for something all you want, but when you set a specific intention it makes all the difference. There's, there's like a mindset shift between saying, oh, you know, I wish I could get a raise at work or I intend to receive a raise at work by the end of the month. You know, wishing is for fairy tales. Okay. Intention is for deep change, for a plan, an aim, a goal that you have. And I think people have this weird idea that manifesting is just like saying, I want a car, you know, and then sitting on their ass and waiting for it to be delivered to their doorstep. That is not manifesting. Okay. That's simply 
demanding and wishing. <laughs> you still need the intention and the action behind it. If you're manifesting a car or like, like, like I was manifesting a house, a new home, you know, you need to be searching for that. I, w- I mean, I was on Facebook marketplace every day, trusting that what I desired would pop up at the right time with the right landlord for the right price. I wasn't just planning on getting to Oregon and seeing a sign that said new house here, you know? And then like, if you're wanting to raise at work, earn it, like work harder, get noticed by, you know, your managers or whatever, put in more hours, like actively follow through. Don't just be like, oh, I want to raise at work and then just sit on your ass all day, you know? So there are examples like the massage and the tattoo that I got that I didn't play a huge active part in it. Again, that's where the difference between active and non-active manifesting comes in. I've never really heard anyone use that term. So I guess it's kind of like my own idea. But basically, I I feel like there are two types of manifesting. Ones that need active pursuing and action on your part, right? And others that you kind of sit back on and let God and the universe kind of take the lead on. You know, trusting that they'll have your best interest in mind. You know, either way, though, you have to have faith. And that's where I'm going to say that's the third step in manifesting. The difference between trust and faith is that trust is built over time and it's not permanent. Okay. It's putting stock in something you have seen proof for and know is true. Something that is usually tangible. Okay. Faith comes from our belief system, from our spirit. Okay. It's permanent. It's something that we know. Going back to um, my first episode, actually, the difference between believing something and knowing something in your soul. With manifestations, you're setting an intention for something that you want, you need, you desire, and either actively or non-actively moving towards that intention in faith. In faith that you will receive the blessing, in faith that it will be everything you need and more, in faith that your energetic frequency will attract it right to you. So with my house hunt, for example, I specifically manifested what I want. I set an intention for finding it. I actively searched for it. And I had faith that the right day and time would open up with the right people in the right city, you know, and it did. I didn't go around telling myself, oh, Raquel, you have a beautiful home in Oregon waiting for you with everything you want, blah, blah, blah. No, I would tell the universe, look, this is what I desire. I know that God will provide it or something better for me. And I had faith in that. Another example of a non-active manifestation is the Reiki class, right? That I'm going to be co-teaching. I have lots more information coming on this, but I I wanted to use it as an example because it's so perfect. So I am a Reiki master and I know that there is a big need for Reiki in the area that I live, not only to give Reiki, but to also educate people on it, right? I have not taught a Reiki class yet though. And the idea seemed pretty daunting, especially like to do it on my own. So I was like, okay, spirit, I'm manifesting that if you want me to teach one, the universe is going to have to make it super clear (laughs) and I'm going to need help. 
So I, you know, had faith that whatever and whoever I needed would contact me. And I just sat back and literally didn't even look into finding someone or talking to people about potentially doing this or anything, right? And a couple of days later, a Reiki practitioner who lives about 30 minutes from me messaged me randomly on Facebook and asked if I would ever be interested in co-teaching a Reiki class with her. Mind you, we had never talked about co-teaching before. (laughs) We've only spoken about our Reiki practices like on a couple of occasions, but definitely never about teaching. And this happened just two or three days after I had sent that out into the universe. So there's an example of non-active manifestation. But remember, like I said, whether it's active or non-active manifestation, you still need faith. And last, but definitely not least, is gratitude. Practice being grateful, not just for what is coming to you, but for what you already have. I can't stress enough how important this is to your manifestation journey because like I said before, the energy in which you manifest, in which you set your intentions is the energy that will connect to what you are trying to receive. So for example, okay, if you're like, you know, I want a new car. I hate the one I have. It's old. It's ugly. The mileage is crazy, blah, blah, blah. The energy you are saying all of that in is negative. You're ungrateful. You're focusing on the bad. You're unhappy with your current vehicle. Like this type of energy is only going to attract more negative. So instead, try, I would like a new car. The one I have gets me to where I need to go just fine. It runs fine. I just think it's time for a new upgrade. You know, I need more space for my kids, my dogs, my gear, you know, whatever. The tone is different, right? The root of the desire is different. There's gratefulness, yet the honesty of needing and wanting something new and something different. Anyway, that is a very brief rundown of what manifestation is and how to do it. Honestly, like I wish people would be more aware of how their thoughts and their words create and manipulate their reality. It's it really is amazing when you start to learn and study and educate yourself on what energy frequencies are and just how everything that you say and do, I mean, it affects everything, not just people or, or like, you know, things around you, but it it creates your future and, and your choices and all that. And I really didn't have an idea of what to talk about this week (laughs) for this episode, but the topic of manifestation has been coming up a lot lately for me. So I was like, okay, that's, you know, that's where I'm at in my, you know, current journey. And that's something that people have been asking me a lot about. So that's what made me finally decide to record this episode about it. But anyway, if you have any questions about anything that I said or talked about, I I really hope I explained it well. (laughs) 
Because I know personally for me, when I first started learning about it, it was hard to find just like a basic step-by-step black and white thing, you know, like of how to do it and what it is and all that. So I really hope this episode clarified things for you. But if it didn't, or if you, you know, have any questions, feel free to reach out, social media or email highway555podcast at gmail.com. And as always, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you next time. <music>